Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. We're past the holiday weekend and heading into another Dynamite Week as spring makes a second attempt to break on through here on the East Coast. After last week's debuts, this week we have three new issues hitting store shelves. Details to follow, but a quick note that last week we shipped, actually Marvel shipped, uh, the second issue of our Marvel Zombies vs. the Army of Darkness miniseries. We forgot to mention that last week. If you haven't checked it out, please do so this week. And I've got some word on Marvel Zombies AOD in the form of a review to come here in a few moments. As always, for any fans picking up any of this week's books or any of our other Dynamite comics, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards and let us know what you think. We've been known to reward fans and posters with exclusive comics, so head on over now. Also, don't forget about the new contest that we put up last week that's running until April 29, 2007, in honor of the release of Savage Tales. Check out your chance to win an original and original Red Sonia page from artist Adriano Batista. All the details are available at the contest link right there on the homepage of DynamiteEntertainment.com. Now, this week's comics. Battlestar Galactica, Cylon Apocalypse Number 2, written, of course, by Javier Grillo Markswatch, art by Carlos Rafael, and cover art by Jim Starlin, Michael Golden, Pat Lee, and Carlos Rafael. After the events of last issue, in which the classic crew of the Battlestar Galactica discovered a new path to Earth, Adama decides on a course of action to take the battle to the Cylons and unleash his own apocalypse on humanity's greatest enemies. Plus, the Cylons invade the Galactica. Speaking of Cylon Apocalypse, reviewer Mark Mason over at Comics Waiting Room had this to say about issue number one, quote, There's no episode budget to be spent, so he's, Javier Grillo Marswatch, pulled out all the stops and ratcheted up the tension, action, and spectacle. When a dozen Cylons reconstitute themselves as a single form thanks to some sort of strange bio-goo, you see something you'd never get on TV because of what it would cost. A terrific cliffhanger and a genuine element of mystery make this maybe the best issue of Galactica, new or old, that we've seen since Dynamite acquired the property. More, please. End quote. You can read the full review over at comicswaitingroom.com. Thanks for the kind words, Mark. Also this week, New Battlestar Galactica's Zarek Number 4, the conclusin of our Tom Zarek miniseries. Written, of course, by Brandon Jerwa, art by Adriano Batista, cover art by Stefan Sedgik, and Adriano Batista. Our four-issue miniseries concludes here as we take Tom Zarek up to the events of the new Battlestar Galactica episode, Bestial Day. As the colonies are thrown into turmoil, the Cylon attack allows Zarek and the others a chance to escape from their captors. After using his fighting skills to rally guards and prisoners alike to repel a Cylon attack on the Astral Queen, Zarek discovers that his beloved Sagitteron is never going to be his home again. Speaking of Galactica, check out the Dynamite blog for a pic of uh, Brandon Jerwa. Cylon War writer Joshua Ortega and Adama writer Robert Napton that was taken at last weekend's, or the weekend before's, Emerald City Con. Good stuff. Also this week, Highlander number 6, written again by the prolific Brandon Jerwa, with art by Fabio Laguna, cover art by Michael Avon Oming, David Michael Beck, Pat Lee, and Dave Dorman. Issue number six kicks off the second exciting story arc from writer Brandon Jerwa, who's joined by artist Fabio Laguna, as they present the Dark Quickening. Connor is joined by Duncan as the two McClouds race to save Connor's very soul from the dark influence of the Kurgan. This exciting new story also features a tale of the two cousins and a past adventure as they help a fellow immortal recover from his own Dark Quickening. Next week, look for Red Sonja issue number 21, New Battlestar Galactica number 8, and the Painkiller Jane trade paperback that reprints the Dynamite miniseries from last year. Also, may have been out in stores last week, but the Street Magic original graphic novel should be out in your local comic shop. 
Now, a few notes on Dynamite in the News. Uh, first up, we have our friend over at Philly.com, Jerome Meda, who had this to say about uh, Javier Grillo Marks Watch's Battlestar Galactica, saying, quote, Grillo Marks Watch not only tells a great story, it's one that transcends the trappings of its characters and premise to present them in a way you, if you are a fan, wish they always had been. In short, Dynamite has knocked yet another one out of the park. If they keep this up, by the end of the year, they will challenge Ryan Howard in that regard. Thank you, Jerome. You can check out the whole thing at philly.com. We had, of course, a whole load of books that went out to stores last week, so we have a whole load of reviews that have come in this week, and I'm going to take a quick look at some of the ones that have come to our attention. Uh, first up, we have Painkiller Jane, number zero, a Best Shots review by Sarah, and she said, quote, Jane's getting tattooed in a sensitive spot. Things are blowing up, and large illegal weapons are flying around. With an opener like that, what's not to keep me reading? Thank you, Jane. Also, the Best Shots crew, Troy, had this to say, uh, a lengthy review about Savage Tales number one. I'm just going to pull out a few parts here. He said, quote, This one should be an easy buy to make for previously converted Sonya fans. However, the uninitiated can easily pick it up and enjoy it as well. The uniformly strong art and fun stories make it a loving tribute and a good piece of work in its own right. Definitely recommend it. Thank you, Troy. Also, the Best Shots crew, Troy, had this to say about Raise the Dead number one. Quote, I'm quite optimistic for the rest of the mini based on this issue. It hits some expected beats while having some fun with the characters and premise. Given the vivid image of a zombified Uncle Sam on the Saddam cover, I'm expecting a bit more in the way of nationalist allegory as we move forward. Whatever the case, this is a great start. I have a feeling that there's certainly more to be revealed beneath the entertaining surface. Troy also liked Painkiller Jane number zero, saying, quote, Lee Motor, a talent I have admired for his work at DC and beyond, is well suited to the crazy action that Palmiotti employs in his writing. Exaggerated without being cartoony, the art emphasizes an over-the-top hyper-reality where stuff blows up with regularity. It's a fun little bit for only two bits. Give it a look, and we'll all check out the ongoing together. And we certainly hope so. That's the intention of Painkiller Jane number zero, a nice little sampler of what's to come in the Palmiotti Motor Casada series. Also on the Painkiller Jane number zero front, Ray Tate over at Silver, Silver Bullet said, quote, If you don't think any of this is worth a quarter, then I don't know why you're even frequenting a comic shop. Ray also took a look at Savage Tales number one, saying, quote, The second best story of Savage Tales is the Cthulhu-based and hilariously titled The Elder Things That Fell to Earth. Mike Raked gives you the conflict between two brothers influenced by the opposite ends of the Lovecraft spectrum. Also on the Savage Tales front, Danielle over at Pop Syndicate had this to say, quote, This is about a pre-underwater island of Atlantis's government trying to outreach to less civilized world. They seem to be quite pleased with the results, but the glasses they wear may be rose-tinted. I thought it was an amusing opener with lots of potential for stories further on. The art is gorgeous. Speaking of both uh, Savage Tales, The Elder Things, and Battle for Atlantis, uh, in the next day or so over at Newsarama, you'll be able to check out writer's commentary from uh, Leah Moore on Atlantis and uh, Mike Raked on The Elder Things, uh, as well as the complete first installments of those two stories over at Newsarama.com. And also if you check comicbookresources.com, you'll be able to find commentary for a few pages from Raise the Dead Number 1 by co-writer John Repion. Uh, both of those should be up today. Check your favorite sites there, Comic Book Resources and Newsarama, for more information. As I mentioned in the intro, uh, Marvel shipped Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness number two last week. We forgot to mention it here. Shame on us. Randy, over at the Comic Pants Review blog, yes, had this to say about Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness number two. Quote, 
I came down pretty hard on Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness number one, but I have to say I might have been wrong. Issue 2 features a lot of the same dark humor shtick that carried the original miniseries, including a neat moment with Spider-Man, a fun take on the Punisher, and Ash's reaction to him, and a clever use of C-listers, including Dazzler, The Blob, and nah, that'd be telling. But it provides a great, that's hilarious, where the hell do we go from here last page. And I'm starting to wonder, is Ash wrong, or is Layman actually providing the answer to the zombie plague of the Marvel Zombies universe? And it is the Necronomicon? I laughed, I groaned, I was appropriately grossed out by all the gore. Turns out this might be a worthy Marvel zombie sequel after all. End quote. Thanks for giving us a second chance there. Randy, certainly appreciate you uh, coming back around on the miniseries and sticking with it. We do think that the overall story is a lot of fun. Wait till you get to issue number three, four, and five. Now, has your site or a site you frequent done a review that we're not aware of or that I haven't mentioned? If so, please send it on over to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. Now, before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. This one's a big one. This one's a big one. It's a good tease, too. Uh, a big-name creator dropped us a line last week after reading our Zorro announcement. And if it all works out, you may just be seeing an announcement concerning this creator and Zorro in a few short months. Fingers crossed. And when I say big-name creator, I'm not just making that up. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. And thanks to everyone that sent in emails uh, for Raise the Dead and Savage Tales. Your copies are going out. We appreciate the response. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.